Hey everyone, it's TJ from New Zealand Mysteries. I really appreciate that you guys come back um, time and time again to listen to my stories and I hope that I'm getting better. Anyway, today's case is one of our stories from around the world series and it is about a young lady called Susanna Escobedo who went missing in a bizarre disappearance from Seadrift, Texas in the US. I hope you enjoy the, the podcast, the episode. If you need to get hold of me, nzmissing at gmail.com. Thanks guys. Hey guys, it is TJ. Welcome to New Zealand Mysteries. If you're new around here, I tend to do most of my stories about unsolved murders and missing people in New Zealand but I do like to do stories from around the world as well which we're going to do today. We're going to look at the bizarre disappearance of Susanna Escobedo. So let's have a look. This happens in Seadrift, Texas. Seadrift is a city in Calhoun County, Texas, United States. The population was only 1,364 at the 2010 census. It is part of the Victoria, Texas Metropolitan Statistical Area. So 1,000 uh, odd people is not very much. Seadrift is located in southwestern Calhoun County. It is on the northeast shore of San Antonio Bay, 60 miles uh, by year, but 80 miles northeast of Corpus Christi and 145 miles southeast of San Antonio. So let's have a quick look at the Google map. We love Google Maps. Uh, so here we have Houston up here on the right, San Antonio you can see, and Corpus Christi. And if you look here, this is the tiny town of Seadrift. And we're lucky that Google Maps are so amazing. So this is Seadrift, the town. And we're going to be talking about a road called Loop Road, which is over here. So a little further out into the Wop Wops, there's a lot, not much around. And if you look, it really goes into a loop. Obviously, that's why they call it Loop road so there's a whole lot of nothing around let's see what happened so we're having a look here at the charlie project so susanna has been missing since the second oh hang on we'll do it the american way 8th of the second 2018 missing from Seadrift, texas she is endangered missing female hispanic and her date of birth is 5 12 1993 so she would be 27 now, but she was 25 years old at the time. Five for five and 140 pounds. For her clothing description, a black and white striped maxi dress. For distinguishing characteristics, she's a Hispanic female with brown hair and brown eyes. Her nickname is Susie. Some agencies refer to her as Susana Escobedo Rodriguez and or Susana Rodriguez. She has a small scar on her upper left um, and there's a lot of pictures there. She's a very pretty young woman. Let's look at the details of her disappearance. Escobedo was last seen at her mobile home in the 100 block of Loop Road in Cedra, Texas on August the 2nd, 2018. The last time anybody heard from her was at 1pm that day. Her husband reported her missing at 7pm that same day after he arrived home. And listen to this. 
found their four-month baby, old four-month-old baby home alone in the house, drinking from a bottle. So just remember that part. Escobedo also left her cell phone, keys, and other belongings behind, and has never been heard from again. Her family stated that she is a loving mother and would not have abandoned her baby and her seven-year-old son. She had worked as a waitress in the La Terraza restaurant, but stopped working after she had her baby. Susanna was also close to her mother, who was visiting Mexico at the time of her disappearance. Authorities do not believe she left of her own accord. They think she came to harm and her case remains unsolved. Now, the investigating agency and where you call if you have any information is the Calhoun County Sheriff's Office 361-553-4646. But I'll have all that information in the description box below. Uh, so you can look there to get their number. We're going to look at um, another version of the story. Now, there's very, very little on this case. Uh, if you go on the internet, you can barely find any media stories, and most of them have just copy and pasted the same story. So let's have a look at this one. It's from truecasefiles.com. Susanna Escobedo vanished at the age of 25 on August the 2nd, 2018. She was last seen in Cedriff, Texas, where she lived in a mobile home with her husband and four-month-old daughter. On the day of her disappearance, Susie texted with a few relatives, but all contact from her ceased after 1pm. Susie's husband returned home from work shortly after 7pm that evening and found their infant daughter, the four-month-old, home alone. He also noticed that Susie's cell phone, wallet and other personal belongings were left behind, Susan's husband promptly reported her missing. A widespread search for Susie came up empty. However, both authorities and Susie's family members do not believe that she left voluntarily. Her mother states that Susie would never abandon her infant child or her seven-year-old son. It was also noted that Susie's infant daughter was found alone but drinking out of a bottle when Susie's husband returned home that evening. This suggests that Susie vanished shortly before her husband returned home, as it is unlikely that a four-month-old child would be able to pick up a bottle by herself. So parents, think about that. It's been a long time since my, my kids were babies, but I'm pretty sure they're right about that. I don't think a four-month-old baby would be able to get a bottle and uh, have it holding it by itself. So tell me what you think about that in the comments below. Uh, at this time, there are no reports stating whether or not Susie's husband is a person of interest, but his workplace did confirm that he was at work that day until the end of his shift at 7pm. Susie does not have a history of mental illness or substance abuse and does not believe that she harmed herself. Her family members believe she met with foul play, and it's the Calhoun County Sheriff's Office investigating her disappearance, of course, with the number there that we'll have in the description box below. So with timelines here, we're not having much of a, a, a big timeline. If she went missing, how long before 7pm when her husband came home? If the baby was drinking the bottle, that's not much time. She obviously was or well, disappeared 
close to 7pm. But let's go to another couple of things that I've found. So this is reddit.com and there is a um, write-up here. So this was posted a year ago by Dear Perception. On August 2nd, 2018, Susie Escobedo was at the family's mobile home near Seadrift, Texas, doing laundry and caring for her four-month-old baby. Her seven-year-old son was at school and her husband was at work. Hmm, are we talking about 7pm and the kid was at school? I'm not sure. Susie texted with a few relatives that morning, but no one in the family had contact with her after 1pm. When her husband returned home from work at 7pm, he discovered Susie was missing and made a police report. Authorities immediately suspected that Susie did not leave of her own free will, in part because of her four-month-old was found alone in the home with the bottle, apparently. All the belongings that Susie would take with her were also left in the home, including her cell phone, purse and keys. Law enforcement seized the mobile home and gathered fingerprints. The results of any testing of items in the home or fingerprints have not been made public. Now, this was put up in 2019, and they're saying then that the police have not released any information um, about any of the testing that they've done. Over the last 11 months, professional searches have been conducted by law enforcement Texas EquiSearch and the Texas Rangers, but no sign of Susie has been found. The Calhoun County Sheriff's Office has offered a reward of $500 to $1,000 for information on Susie's whereabouts, but there have been no viable leads. The sheriff has said that law enforcement assumes something bad happened to Susie based on their investigation, as they have uncovered no known problems in her personal life or reasons why she has not been seen or heard from. The lack of any known problems or issues in Susie's life is supported by her mum, who spoke with her shortly before she went missing. The mother was leaving to visit family in Mexico and said their phone call was completely normal and that Susie told her mother that she would see her when she returned from the trip. So it says that all communication stopped by 1pm. So I'm presuming her, her mother made the call around 1pm and talked to her. And then we're assuming that she went missing shortly before 7pm because of the baby having the bottle. Here her mother's saying that she talked to her you know, just before she went missing, but it was a few hours. Uh, Susie texted her husband a selfie while he was at work shortly before she disappeared, making a kissy face to him. Neither the text nor the picture indicated any trouble or anything out of character. It doesn't say a time, and I wish I knew that time. There is very little information about this case in the media or about the status of the investigation, which seems to have gone cold. In an interview in Spanish, Susie's mother says that authorities have told her that they have evidence that Susie didn't leave on her own, but won't tell her what the evidence is yet until they confirm and have sufficient proof. And this is, you know, the police always hold things back, um, and they say it's to protect the integrity of the investigation. But, you know, whatever case you listen to from particularly the US, um, the family are always saying the cops aren't telling us anything, the cops aren't telling us anything. Um, so that's quite common. 
the article with the interview of Susie's mother states that when Susie's husband arrived home at 7pm, the baby was drinking a bottle. If true, that suggests Susie disappeared shortly before he arrived home, as a four-month-old cannot prepare or pick up a bottle on its own. So I want to know what you think in the comments below. Of course, the baby couldn't make that, but could the, or prepare the bottle itself, but could it have had the bottle and been able to pick it up? I can't remember from where my kids were that young. Uh, more information on where Susie lived. Her mobile home is outside of the small town of Seadrift in an isolated area. It's on a street called Loop Road, which, as its name suggests, is a loop, not a street. Someone would randomly drive down unless they lived there. Wouldn't randomly drive down until they lived there. Very rural area, sparsely populated. Initial social media posts suggested Susie was doing laundry at a laundry facility at the mobile home park. Could she have left the baby to make the short walk to pick up a load of laundry and been abducted? Okay, that's the first time we hear of her being in an actual mobile home park. So this person says, I do not think Susie walked away or committed suicide. No known substance abuse, no known relationship problems, no diagnosed mental health conditions or struggles with depression, no known enemies. She was a stay-at-home mum taking care of a four-month-old baby. Maybe this person is questioning postpartum depression, but she left the baby, keys, purse, all at home. Just seems strange, strange, especially considering law enforcement has been firm in their opinion that foul play occurred. So uh, this poster continues, I have not seen or heard of anything to suggest the husband is responsible for her disappearance, but significant others are always first to mind. Of course, it's always the, the significant others, the husbands, the boyfriends, the partners that police look at. Surely law enforcement has confirmed that the husband was actually at work until close to 7pm. Now there's an update on here and I'm not sure about the date of this update. This last week the Calhoun County Sheriff's Office has been investigating or searching at the Liberty Arms boat and RV storage outside Cedra, close to Susie's home, leading many to speculate that they have a lead and are looking for Susie's remains. Media is reporting that concrete slabs have been removed from a storage unit at the property as well as a load of dirt from the unit. However, law enforcement has not released any details about the connection, if any, to Susie's case. So quite a lot of information there and it, it's bad when I can find more on Reddit than the media, although we know Reddit's very good. Um, but yeah, the police not saying much, again, leaving the family just guessing, and it's all just bizarre, very bizarre. So we're at victoriaadvocate.com, and we're looking at a an article, Family Still Searches for Answers, One Year After Seadrift Woman Disappeared. This was published August 2019 and updated September of 2020. Friday marked 365 days since Susie disappeared from her home in Seadrift. Jose Vallejo Garcia, Escobedo's uncle, said he is tired of waiting for justice. It has been a whole year, he said, and I can't believe we still don't have any answers. The then 25-year-old mum disappeared August 2nd, 2018 from her home on 166 Loop Road in Seadrift. Authorities suspected she did not leave of her own free will, in part because her baby was found alone in the home. 
said Johnny Krauss, Chief Deputy of the Calhoun County Sheriff's Office, a day after a missing persons report was filed for Escobedo. We didn't hear much of the seven-year-old, and I'm wondering if the seven-year-old didn't live with him. Um, I mean, on one hand, they're saying he was at school, but I'm sure at 7 p.m. he would have been home from school. I don't know what schools are like in the U.S., but that seems a bit late for a seven-year-old to me. So... Maybe the seven-year-old didn't live there. I don't know. People aren't saying much about it. The Texas EquiSearch Mounted Search and Recovery Team non-profit sent about 40 volunteers to search for the mother of two that month, and her family posted more than 1,000 flyers all over the crossroads, but no new leads came out of the efforts. Sheriff Bobby Vickery said Friday there are still no details that can be released without compromising the investigation. And then you think, okay, it's, they hold back information, that's fine. But if a case goes unsolved for years, don't or a couple of years, don't they think that they should release something, something that the public can help with or grab onto? Um, I don't know. So Vallejo Garcia, the uncle, said no new information about the investigation has been released to the family. He said, I've put so much effort into this and my head is hurting because I still have so many questions. In June, multiple law enforcement agencies crowded Liberty Arms boat and RV storage in Port O'Connor along with a truck from Texas State University, which is known for its Forensic Anthropology Centre. The agencies oversaw the removal of cut concrete for two and a half days at the storage facility, which was constructed between June and December of 2018, according to their Facebook page. Questions from the advocate about whether the storage facility search was related to the Escobedo investigation were not met with definite answers. So Vallejo Escobedo's cousin said she also asked investigators if the search was related but never got a clear response. So this poor family just doesn't know um, anything. And so imagine what their minds are doing, racing. Um, At the time, Price told the advocate he hoped the public would be patient with the investigation process. Escobedo's uncle said he continues to provide any information he believes is relevant to the investigators hoping his efforts can help solve the case. He says, I know it is hard for the investigators and officers and we are thankful for everything they do, but they aren't saying nothing. I don't trust them anymore because I helped a lot with the investigation and they don't tell us anything. And I think that's what happens when um, the police hold everything close to the chest. They don't let any information fly at all. And then, you know, it, it makes... It harder for the family to trust them and family get angry and you know rightfully so when their loved ones missing. Vallejo Garcia said he is working with a private criminal defense lawyer to reach out to state officials in upcoming weeks for help. He and his family are also trying to make the Facebook page about the search for her more active. The page called Find Susie Escobedo had more than 2,100 members as of Saturday night And we'll have a quick look at that soon. He said, it's the only network for my niece's case, he said, and we don't want people to forget her. While Vallejo never thought a year would pass without answers or her cousin home safe, she said she and her family still have not lost faith. We certainly still have that, the hope, she said. 
So they're really, really sad um, from the family. They're still hoping, but there's absolutely no answers. The police aren't revealing anything at all. We're going to take, lastly, a look at the Facebook page that they mentioned. So this is the Facebook um, group here. It's called Find Susie Escobedo. And at the moment, it has two and a half thousand members. And what I wanted to actually show you uh, is a couple of posts that I've seen on here. Uh, this was yesterday. An anonymous release left today at Bayside Express in Seadrift, Texas, directly blamed controversial local official Leonardo Bermier of being the real responsible for the disappearance of Susie Escobedo. Just like Calhoun County officials, Leonardo Bermier, who from the beginning took actions of a judge that don't belong to him by handing over the custody of Susie's children. It's time for the public to know the truth about lies and manipulation of corrupt authorities by investigation. So that's worrying first that people are saying uh, that there's corruption going on. Another post, call the Rangers or the FBI from the beginning. There was no reason this case wasn't solved unless someone didn't want it solved. A tiny town, no drifter, strolled in and killed Susie. Yeah, um, it seems odd, doesn't it? There's a lot of posts on here suggesting um, corruption and slamming the police for what they are or not doing. And I'm not going to go into that. If that's something you want to look into, I'm going to put all the links into the description box below. Please, if you can, subscribe or like. It means a lot to the channel, uh, even if it doesn't mean a lot to you. If you have any information, the information line or the phone line for Calhoun County is in the description box below. Please, if you have any information, ring that or at least share this around uh, Texas if anyone knows that area, if you've got friends there. And let's find this young lady. Thank you very much for being with me again. I will see you next time.